it's you. Come on in. Welcome to the scum bar. Scumbar Podcast, episode 59, where we talk movies, video games, pop culture, books, the Doom Slayer, and everything in between. I'm your host, Matt Brush, and with me today, from hell itself, is my co-host. Anthos! Different kind of hell. Yep. Yep. <sighs> yep. Thing, things, are, things are backwards in my world. Ah. Anthos, how are you doing? I'm doing... How are you doing? Yeah, it's about the same during yep. this whole coronavirus thing. Hopefully one day we look back on like podcasts like this and we go, oh yeah, coronavirus, I forgot about that. So that'd be kind of funny. Yeah, but that's providing we do look back at our podcast specifically. And I don't know if we will. Do you think we will? <laughs> I'm not really sure if Maybe. we will. Maybe. I'm not sure. Um, to anybody else, I don't know what your life is like. Currently my situation is I'm actually at home, hold up, not really leaving or going anywhere. My fiance and I, we luckily have a, a good... Uh, a good strategy going on. And, uh, yeah, exactly. A nice, uh, nice fence we built from last year, so it would keep the zombies out. And yep. um, yeah, we we seem to be doing pretty good, so I think we're gonna be okay. Um, I mean, obviously nobody knows the future, but so far so good. Uh, I'm working from home. IT is still really busy during times like this, but um, yeah, you know. Uh, in fact, if anything, I'm probably more busy now than I was before. But uh, I can do it all remotely from home, so that's been interesting. So I have my own little office here, and I've been doing this thing where I uh, I still dress up like I'm going to work. So I put on my dress shirt and all it that. Helps, and right? all... Yeah, it, totally it totally helps, right? Yeah, it totally helps. Yeah, I do, I do that me. too. I do the same oh, thing. Th- I, that's good to hear because all my other IT crew, they're all like in their jammies and stuff, and I'm like, no, I, come on. I, I, no, I can't do it because if I'm in like, if I'm just in like slouchy clothes, then I'm gonna have a slouchy mentality. Exactly. And so I just I'm yeah, when way. I'm when I'm working from home, I um I, I know that I I kind of. Not that I tested it, but I noticed it shortly after, um, like I left my previous job, and you know, at at that job, I would, I didn't have to dress up because we weren't talking to customers or we weren't seeing them in person. But I would, I would dress up nice enough so that I would be comfortable but still look presentable. Right. And I was just that. That's just how my mind works. So then when I started yeah. working from home, I kind I just had to do the same thing. And when I did. Um, like I was trying to dress a little bit more comfortable, but then when I started dressing more presentable, or I guess like more like what I imagined to be work attire, I I felt more productive, and I think I was actually more productive. So right, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, so you're not the only one. Well, there you go. Yeah. Um. So that's pretty much my situation. Is uh, what's what's going on with you? What's different for your lifestyle? Uh. Well, I guess not. I mean, okay, I'm already working from home, so that part didn't really change. Mm. Uh. The, the kind of tasks that I have to do for work also haven't really changed. Um, I guess the main thing is like I'm staying home more anyway because normally I would either on the weekends or evening time go out, hang out with people or see my family more often. Um, right now I'm just going, well, the last time I was there was just to drop off groceries and I was, you know, trying to keep my distance from them just to be sure because, you know, they're yeah. older. And what else? Um yeah, it's, I I think a lot of us are kind of just going through the exact same thing, finding our yeah. ways to stay home as best as we can. But if we need to go out for groceries or, or something that is essential or something that you know we we feel obligated to do, 
we'll find a way to safely do that if we go yeah. outside yeah yeah my fiance and i are trying to do keep busy with just like tasks around the home so we uh spent all the last weekend gardening which is nice mm. so we did a, a nice. whole backyard garden we we're gonna do raised garden beds and we now have built up a whole thing in the back for building up a raised garden bed section we're kind of planning it all out then nice. we're getting ready for building our shed and for building Ooh. the retaining wall so that we can get a dog so, oh cool yeah so we're getting everything all like set up and, and keeping our minds busy with those hobbies is good and yeah. trying to go for daily walks which is nice too so yeah it's I, I, we we kind of need that mentally yeah. <laughs> we, we can't we are not designed to stay inside 24 7 yeah seven days a week or 24 For 7 sure. 365 days a year um actually my one one thing that my wife mentioned is um now that we've been home more often like we'll like you said you know you're finding things to do around the house more so we clean more often so oh, she yeah. said she's happy to see that like the kitchen counters and things are they're they're getting clean sooner um dishes aren't piling up as much as they used to right um so yeah i attribute a lot of that to her like she's she's very like um if she, if she sees something that needs to be kind of like cleaned up or fixed up she'll get to it like right away I, i'm a right. little bit slower um so <laughs> so most of what she's happy about is her doing and when i <laughs> when i have done something then i can say sure some of that is attributed to me but it's mostly her well, well there you go yeah credit where credit is due yeah all um, right oh i was gonna mention oh, oh, oh. i did Actually, we we in in the midst of you know being home more often, we did uh, we did try to watch some movies um, mm, that nice. we've been yeah on our backlog. So two of them, uh, the two popes and Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. We watched those. Oh, interesting. And yeah, yeah completely different movies, but yeah. they were both. I enjoyed them both like a lot. I'm really happy that I saw them both. Hmm. It's fun. Um, beautiful day in a beautiful day in the neighborhood was well. Actually, both of them were not at all what um, what we expected them to be. Um, uh, I guess because maybe we didn't watch enough trailers or we didn't really look too much into it, but yeah, I, man, it was, they were both really thought provoking They're They both had, um, well, at least for me, beautiful day in the neighborhood had a little bit more of the kind of the emotional roller coaster kind of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, I didn't expect it to be like that. And either way, I'm happy with how they were and glad I watched them. So go out and watch yeah. it if you haven't. Okay. And that, that. I, I heard good things about Two Popes. I didn't hear much about good, uh, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, though. So, okay. I will check those ones out. Sure. Cool. Uh, Anthos, would you like to hear a pirate joke? Yeah, okay, sure. <laughs> uh, okay, I gotta go grab it. Oh, what <laughs> do you call first aid on a pirate ship? Uh, ooh. My fiance did get this one, by the way. Oh, no, really? Yes. Uh, like CPR or something. That's it. You okay, got it. good. <laughs> <laughs> good job. Oh, um, no, it makes more sense when you read it because it's C is in like the ocean, so it's like uh, CPR. Okay. But right. uh, but still, whatever. It still works. Cool. Who got it faster? Uh, she got it pretty fast. Okay, I, that, I, yeah. I believe it. I, I she got it faster <laughs> than I'm sure I would have got it. So. <laughs> Um, let's, let's move into ye old news. Tell me what's going on in the world. Cool. Um, well, actually, I just, I just added this to my news notes because just before we started this podcast was seven o'clock and since mm. the weekend, at least in Vancouver, I don't know where else is happening. I haven't searched it up, but since the weekend, seven o'clock, um, people in Vancouver are getting on their balconies and like clanging on pods, clapping and cheering. And it's all for, uh, it's all for the frontline people you know, um, health oh, official yeah. or not health. Well, yeah, I guess like anybody who is dealing with the 
uh, with the coronavirus, like in the front, like at hospitals and and all that. Yeah, like it's just to applaud them for for their service and for oh. them, uh, you know, sacrificing their time and putting extra hours and their efforts and and sac- you know sacrificing their body to literally be there for the people who are um, who are sick, having to be there to tend to them and help them out. And yeah, that's good to hear. I didn't realize there was something like that going on. That's cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Hmm. Um, so I, I don't know how long that's going to be going on for, but um, but I think it's one of those nice things to know that your city is unifying in some way um, yeah. for for a good cause, for a good thing, to at least to appreciate a good cause, right? So yeah, yeah. Uh, cool. Other news. So this is a little bit old news, but E three was canceled. Um, yeah, I yeah. think it was canceled. I think it was announced that it would be canceled shortly after we recorded our last podcast. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it would have been taking place during uh, June 9th to 11th. Um, but since then, yeah, um, since the bands uh, went from uh, no more than 250 and then no more than 50 people. Um, yeah, so that's going to be canceled. But I did read that companies like Microsoft and Ubisoft are going to be holding online events anyway that they'll be streaming. Um, or at, at the least, yeah. I, I You know, at, at this point, I, I kind of feel like everybody was like those companies probably would have been ready to do it knowing that you know playstation was ready to do that last year or the year before whatever but yeah for sure yeah it kind of seemed like that was going to be happening so this i feel like that yeah companies like microsoft and ubisoft probably all the soft companies they'll probably be prepared (laughs) for that kind of stuff so yeah i mean like a lot of uh developers or a lot of like dev teams they're all building some kind of build for the E3 demo, the E3 experience, right? So it's almost like a part of their whole development cycle. There's like you're working on the alpha to your game and then you're working on uh, like the E3, you know, 2019 trailer or E3 2019 gameplay uh, experience or something, right? And then you're working on maybe the beta of the game. Well, probably not beta yet, but some other version of the game. Then you're working on the next E3's kind of like portion (laughs) that you want to show. So it's like little phases, little cycles. So it actually makes sense for them to still show some kind of reel because these dev teams, they work really hard to hit these dates on time. Yeah. And if they're not going to hit the date, then that's um, usually a really good indication of where the game is at at that point. So uh, I'm sure they were already building these crazy like demos for this one date that then just got canceled. So that's good news for the devs because that gives them more time to work on it all. But at the same time, they want to show off their work and get something out of it for yeah. all of the investors. So Right. Yeah. I, I just realized, uh, so I have a couple of friends who work at Best Buy. Um, I'm trying to think of any other companies. But I know that around E3 time, they would get super stressed out because they're trying to meet the deadlines of like their new E3 portion of the website. Mm. You know, getting yeah. ready for all the pre-orders, um, getting ready to, to um, uh, market like the headlining titles all that kind of stuff. So with right. that not happening in the same way that it normally does, I wonder how that's going to affect, yeah, gaming companies who would normally take advantage of that time. Yeah, um, yeah it's funny. I never really, I never really considered how it would affect how how the coronavirus would be affecting like gaming life. Uh, <laughs> but but yeah, just if it really it truly affects like every single thing about our lives at this point. So I would assume, and I'm not sure. I don't know the numbers, but I would assume that more video games are being played right now uh so it's oh, yeah. probably fairly good for the games that have been able to launch so mm. when animal crossing and doom eternal got to launch on that friday yeah that was like the last that was the most recent at least major launch that happened and yeah. uh i assume that the launch went really well for them in fact i think i saw a number somewhere it was like 26 million steam players concurrently were playing mm-hmm. just the other day not doom doom eternal but like we're playing steam in general i think that was like their high i could be wrong on the numbers but I, they hit like their highest number ever of oh wow users playing steam so 
Uh, I don't know if Sony's also or if Xbox is also doing that, but uh, I assume there's a lot more gamers right now because of this, right? Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned this. So I was going to mention this in um, during the topic portion, but I, I read that uh, a lot of people were kind of basically um, who EB Games, GameStop, uh, why I assume it would be like the company in its entirety, but I'm not sure who else, but because they did... Um, they did their i think it was like a midnight launch or something like what they had already planned their their launch that had been planned for however long still went through on the 20th and a lot of customers that i saw like on reddit red flag deals and wherever um twitter were just just giving them so much flack for like why are you staying open why are you making people work during this time when everybody should be staying home like you know what the deal is so why are you not taking uh taking the onus to do the right thing and so I'm, I'm not entirely surprised that you're saying, you know, the, the launch day went well, because of course, a lot of people who are looking forward to, to playing the game, especially now that they have the time to be home or sure. are going to be home, they're going to take that time or the opportunity yeah. to play it. So it's just a few of those people who are really, um, who really just wanted to voice their opinion. Like, yeah, like EB games, GameStop, like what the heck are you doing? So. Oh, definitely. Yeah. And uh, I don't have like super inside information on the whole thing, but I've got a, I've got a friend who manages an EB games here. And uh, so I've talked to him a little bit about it and he was trying to get the time off because of the coronavirus. Mm. Um, He has a health risk back at his house, so he doesn't want to be uh, around during all this. And unfortunately they made him still work. They also made him still do the midnight release. They made him still stay open, all all that stuff. Right. So I know him on the front lines, he didn't want to be there either. Right. So it's, it's, it's a decision from the top down. And, uh, now, I, he doesn't know everything about what's going on financially for EB Games or anything like that, but when I asked him weeks ago, he was saying that uh, GameStop and EB Games, like they're totally fine. There's no issue for them going under anytime soon. Okay. But his tune totally changed since this whole thing. He was saying that the only reason they were staying open was because they were trying to keep EB Games running. Oh. Uh, without it, they were worried that it, it may shut down. Wow. So, uh, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what Reggie's doing over there, but <laughs> yeah, and it makes <laughs> Maybe me, we're not makes doing me so wonder, like if uh, like Reggie being the president, I'm sure he would have already started to to invoke some things. But how much power does he have? How much yeah. influence does he really have at this point? And you know, how for much sure. involvement does he have for something like that? What an awkward time to switch your uh, president at that moment, right? Yeah, I mean, it's like that. I mean, obviously they couldn't foresee this happening. Nobody could have, but it's just so frustrating. I'm sure for them. Yeah um and other news so max von sidow i think i'm saying his name right uh passed away on march 8th at the ripe old age of 70 years old um so i don't know him from a lot from when he was uh i guess in his prime or when he was younger but um oh, this dude. he played yeah so he played uh, I, I have star a few wars. things uh, he, was he was in star, star wars. wars yes yeah. he played uh Lor santeca in star wars the force awakens so in the yeah. beginning of the movie uh, he's like the first one yeah he's and he's the one he gives poe he gives poe the stuff he gives him the goods uh, this gives, will begin to make things right. Yeah, <laughs> he gives him like a portion of the map to find uh, Luke, right? So yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he played Lamar Burgess, Burgess, Burgess in Minority Report. Like he was the main uh, antagonist. Uh, okay. He also played the Three-Eyed Raven in Game of Thrones. Yeah. So I yeah. think um, he replaced that, the old Three-Eyed Raven. There was a different actor before him. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can't remember who the old one was off the top of my head. But anyway, so yeah, he played. Um, played yeah those characters and uh yeah sad to hear that he's passed away um hopefully hopefully his family's doing okay it doesn't sound like it was uh covid19 related but it's not confirmed um i mean this is back early march right. they, they didn't give a statement or anything so you know hopefully uh hopefully family's doing okay 
And oh, uh, well, that's sorry to hear. He was a cool guy. Yeah. From what I could see of him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and that's my news. That's the news. Um, other than the real quick note that Doom Eternal and Animal Crossing New Horizons. Yeah, New Horizons. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a quick note. Uh, the only reason we're not bringing that up is because in our topics we're gonna be talking about Doom Eternal. Yes. Woo. Woo. We do. Um, do you want to go for topic number one first, or do you want me to go first? Um, yeah. Why don't we go? Sure. Yeah. Let's go with mine first. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I like the concern tone in that. Well, I was just trying to think of like which would segue better, but I think I, I guess it makes more sense to do with mine first. Okay. Um, all right. What do you do when you are being quarantined? That's what my topic. Do you do when you're being quarantined, because I mean, there's there's a lot that people can do, right? But sometimes there's just so little people want to do because yeah. Is this you know. is actually kind of funny. I was just I had a quick walk with my fiance here, so uh, I I just worked from uh, nine until about five thirty, and then we went for a walk from about five thirty to six. Mm-hmm. Then quickly made dinner, and then here we are doing our podcast. So um, my days are pretty filled up, and I think that's probably the best thing to do: fill up your days as much as you can. Don't give yourself much time. Just keep <laughs> doing stuff on yeah. the go. Of course, obviously, you need to. Um, you know plan ahead don't stop planning ahead but maybe yeah. that can be some of the things you do take an hour block of your day start planning ahead for like your your next couple days or something like that yeah but but keeping yeah. busy and uh what do you keep busy with well when we were on the walk she was telling me it's kind of funny there's a lot of people i guess on uh, facebook or the social media yeah that are talking <laughs> about how they're bored now and um i find it interesting because so many people are bored now i'm thinking wow i finally have some time to uh you know really get my hands on on some of these projects i've, <laughs> I've wanted to get going on but uh uh, these people are apparently getting bored, but what's actually coming out of this, and this is more positive, is people are now doing things like, like baking. They're they're now yeah, baking bread right, or yeah. something I've seen like that, right? Videos of people like trying new recipes. Things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And like, uh, I think we're actually going to see like a resurgence of a lot of the old, uh, classic timey uh, hobbies people used to have. You know, my dad actually called me the other day and said he wanted to go fishing, and uh, it's just funny because like, it, we've we haven't gone fishing in like years now but uh, it usually it's just because other stuff gets in the way but here it is now it's like well we've got he's got the time he wants to make the time for it it's like i, I bet you that's why though you get holed up in this house for so long you suddenly want to get out and do these things you feel like you've never done so hmm. oh yeah. that that reminds me i should put this warning out now um so yeah this is taking place in vancouver i don't know about anywhere else but in vancouver bc i've heard from a credible source that if you are even caught driving like if you're a passenger in a mm. in a car so it's just the two of you yeah um that if you're caught in that scenario unless you live in the same household i guess um you can be fined a thousand dollars because you're not keeping your social distance parameters which is it's like two meters right yeah um, yeah that makes sense so yeah. yeah so unless unless you can be like unless there's i guess unless you can be in the trunk you can't really be it's hard to be two <laughs> meters away inside one vehicle or uh, for sure. limousines i guess would work but um anyway the point is that you know vancouver parks and beaches and public spaces that normally cater to having groups of people are going to be those hot spots for uh for police to report people and find people so be careful or definitely go. yeah um, and which is funny too i mean it's, it probably makes sense as to why the price has changed but uh, the price of gas is getting so low yeah but uh, of course people are also going to want to start driving more right so it's almost like a 
a catch-22, right? Uh-huh. Where as, as people are driving less, the gas goes lower, but that makes people want to drive more again. So yeah. it's funny. I'm not driving to work right now, and yet it's like, oh, the gas is the best price it's ever been. Like, if I'm driving... I, I have, like, a half-an-hour drive to work every day. So for me, cheaper gas, that's saving so much money. So Yeah, how cheap um, is it on the island right now? Because for so, here, we had, no, like, the, it was averaging around one... Like, when it was, I guess, before it started dropping quite a bit, it was averaging around 140. Okay, um, yeah. How, what was your average when That's it was... That's actually what we had, too. 137.9 was what I was at for a while there. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. And then the last... The lowest I've seen so far was 99.9. I heard that in else like other places in Canada... Like, I think... Actually, a friend of mine from Calgary, I think he sent a picture where it was, like, 69 or something. Oh, wow. But, uh, yeah, what's, what's it like on the island right now? On the island, the cheapest that my fiance just saw was 98.9. So mm. we are under a buck now as well, which is amazing. I, I wow. never thought I'd see gas under a buck again. You yeah. know, I, I didn't think that was ever going to happen again. So it, it's cool. I, I'm happy we're here. But at the same <laughs> time, it's it's for the wrong reasons. Yeah. It will go back up. So Yeah, yeah, eventually. Um, so I'm just trying to keep my tank filled as much as I can right now. So I just, because uh, it's the cheap, you're always going to use gas. So I just keep filling it up anyways. Unless you so. drive an electric car. but That's... That's a good point. That's a very good point. For me, yeah. at least, I'm always using gas. So. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fair. Um, side note, so uh, because you mentioned, you know, um, that uh, one of the things people do, or one of the things that, uh, yeah, one of the things people do when they're quarantining is, you know, like check out social media a lot. So I just stumbled across this. I just want to read a little bit before we Go get back it. into talking about the topic. But um, so it's on Twitter. It's one of those where, like, one person starts off something and everybody just like jumps on and builds on top of it um so the first tweet is is quarantine not those little oranges first person replies no silly that's tangerine quarantine is those really salty crackers no silly goose those are saltines quarantine is that thing we don't have yet for covid19 another person no that's vaccine quarantine is the master of darth vader next person no 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 that's palpatine quarantine (laughs) is an old french weapon for executions next person no that's guillotine quarantine is four in french and then yeah goes on and there's like wow there's like 30 people that just jump on it and yeah that's awesome it's fun i'll just i'll just link this to you because that's great it's funny um that is one of those weird social media things that happens purely from the social experiment of social media yeah exactly social media at its finest mm-hmm. um anyways yeah so i'm trying to think of what, what we've been doing um other than cleaning but gaming is one of one of the bigger things because uh normally um normally what my my wife doesn't play a lot of games um but because of this this is one way that we can connect with our friends over online for example so yeah. we were learning to play uh mahjong it's a chinese card or tile oh game. i love mahjong okay i don't perfect. know why but i love it it's <laughs> so good yeah it's really fun uh <laughs> so we we learned to play it just a couple months mu- or over the past couple a few months and uh, we wanted to meet up with some friends to play but that weekend we were going to meet up was just when they started an- announcing all the state of emergencies and social distancing um so we yeah didn't uh didn't meet up and then eventually found uh well they they found a mahjong app that you can play with online with friends oh nice um, you just have to enter the room id and you get in so she played that for a couple nights uh we had a jackbox party uh so <laughs> oh, we had cool. yeah had her friends just um jump on a hangouts call and i just shared my screen on my laptop and then everybody's on their phones and yeah it's fun like it's it's great that we still can find ways to connect to each other and and have time like that yeah yeah so. Yeah, I mean, we did. Uh, I've never done so many um, like messenger calls or like video calls that I have in the last little bit. 
yeah. it's been very interesting. There's been a lot of lot of video feeds back and forth with each other doing uh, dinner dates and uh, just like getting like talking with each other, just kind of sitting down, hanging out with friends and whatnot. And like we had a couple of drinks with some friends the other night, and I was like, oh, this is so funny, like just over video. But that's just where <laughs> we're at right now, right? And uh, yeah. Then we actually did something interesting. Uh, my fiance's parents, they wanted to come by and have like a little picnic with us. Hmm. So they wanted to have food with us, but they wanted to stay six feet apart. Um, and they didn't want us to come inside their house. They didn't want to come inside our house. So we actually ate outside and just had a nice picnic. So we stayed a little bit farther apart with the chairs and then we just had like a whole dinner together. It was actually really awesome. So Yeah, nice. That's yeah, good. So, yeah, that was that was really nice. And also when we did the gardening, actually, they helped us out with that as well. We just, you know, tried to respectfully stay a distance away from each other while doing it all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I never, I didn't really think much about the, the, the six feet rule other than, um, like you just mentioned, when uh, we were supposed to go off and take all the materials off to the dump and then go dump all the uh, the, the waste and all that. Yeah. Um, that's when I was going to go into the truck with uh, my fiance's dad. And he's like, oh, he's like, we can't. I was like, oh, he's like, well, dang. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah. I'll like, I'll drive behind you and then we'll, we'll figure yeah. it out. And then he's like, well, so that doesn't really help either. He's like, cause then when I get there, he's like, we're, we're going to be too close together for like trying to unload everything from the trailer. And I was like, oh, well that's annoying. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So he had to go and do it all himself, which I just, I just felt really bad about, but there was just nothing else we could really come up with at the time. Um, hmm. He was totally fine with it. Like he didn't, he didn't care at all, but I just, normally I would help out there, but I just, I couldn't. So yeah. Well, it's it was, nice that he's mindful of it. Like he's aware that, you know, that's. Uh, oh for sure yeah. no, he's, he's good about it i mean he manages a lot yeah. of people already in an it department so for him he's used to like everybody try- he's trying to get everyone to spread out anyways okay work, so nice he's, he's very good about it good that's good to hear yeah uh, we, we've had our experiences with the different types uh at my place of work we have a lot of elderly people uh as the customers and um they are just unfortunately a lot of them just aren't aren't taking it very seriously a lot of them don't really care as much and it, it causes a lot of issues so i would rather like my personal opinion about it which is totally different than i'm sure a lot of people's personal opinion but i I personally don't really believe much in in the whole thing okay Uh, i think a lot of it is actually totally hyped up i I do think we're just kind of labeling a strain of flu and then we're kind of overreacting a bunch Hmm. but that's my own personal opinion and even so i'm not going to let that screw anybody else's life over or anything like that i'm (laughs) obviously going to take this as seriously as we should be yeah so I'm hoping I look back on this in the future time with my conspiracy theory hat on and go like, oh, none of this was real, you know? Um, yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to actually screw anybody else up because of that. And I think that's the difference, right? So you can be extremely respectful for people and still have your own opinions. So Right. Yeah, yeah, that, that's very true. Um, I'm not exactly sure where I would stand in, in terms of like, is it is it an overhyped thing or does it really require these measures? And mm. I, I kind of, like, I want to say both. Like, I want to say... It's it's overhyped for the fact that it's a flu because there are ways that people can manage the flu, yeah. but I think it's not overhyped only because of the way that people have been uncoordinated about it. Like True. I think that's that's why we have to call for specific measures. And yes. it's because people don't respect right. whatever people are trying to do to get the best of the situation. Yeah. Um, As a small so example, yeah. also to kind of uh, pose what I'm I'm thinking. Um, the prime minister here in Canada, so his his wife uh, came down with it, so they stayed quarantined, right? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, and I agree, if this is what happened, in my opinion, she didn't get it at all. In my opinion, she they, that was the story is that she got it so that they stayed home. And the reason <laughs> yeah. why I think is that it convinces the country this is the measures you should take. Yeah. And I think it's a good message, and I think it actually probably did convince quite a few Canadians that they should stay at home because it's very serious and all that. 
but in my opinion, I don't think she actually got it at all. <laughs> okay. But uh, but who knows, right? I like, see the, your the, conspiracy hat, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but the the point is like who knows and who cares yeah. really? I mean, the, the point yeah. was to get it across, and I think it worked. Yeah. I think it worked pretty well, and I'm That's glad right. it worked. Uh, but I don't actually think that they. I think they were kind of like, oh, we're gonna need a lot of Canadians to stay inside. What can we do? You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, that that works. That thing, that's you know that's totally a viable tactic. Like, for sure and just, that's the, yeah. if i was in that situation yeah. that was suggested i would go that's not a bad idea you know that yeah. works like, i would probably do harm done yeah it's, I, it's I, a white lie and i think it I, helps I would country. be trudeau's wife i would do that <laughs> that i would do that i would not do that <laughs> i'll admit he looks a little bit better with the beard but uh the beard makes him look less like a kid and more like an actual prime minister a, a little bit uh, i almost got every every time i see him in, in his um and his announcement i feel like I can see him aging just that much more every day. And I think it's just the, the stress <laughs> of trying to go through this uh, and figure out, like, what what is it that I can say to these people who ask those questions that I just can't answer? Well, What's it might the be best petty, to... but I'll listen to him more if he looks more mature. I don't know what it is, but when he's younger, I can't respect him as much. Right. But when he looks older like this, I've got all this respect for him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, if anything, this is the time where he he really has to step up. Yeah, right. I agree. So I don't like, know. regardless of what political side you're on, and I'm not much with Trudeau on, the, on that at all. But, but yeah. regardless of it, uh, you're right. It is a time for leaders to step up, and I'll respect any leader right now that'll take the precautions necessary. So yeah, yeah. Um, what was going to mention? Oh yeah. So yeah, you brought up the fact that during this time, it's good to keep yourself busy because you can. Yeah. Otherwise, I like I would see that the consequences you start sinking into this, um, like that kind of slouchy mentality right so i oh, i was sure, yeah. i was starting to get that a little bit in the in the first week because then um also for my wife during that time it's her spring break so oh yeah. yeah yeah so that means she didn't have to go to school at this point just waiting to find out what's going to happen when spring break time is over but yeah. um but yeah anyway not having not having to work at all not having to um worry about moving work to home um she's naturally inclined to sleep in and i was thinking i i'm i'm kind of naturally inclined to follow so for the first i think for about i don't know if it was the whole week but majority of that week i would sleep in and wait in a little bit longer before i would get out of bed and um and do some work or i would kind of like half-ass my work but trying to get you know more in the groove of it now and yeah it was difficult Good. coming out of it trying to force myself to to get up and and do work i think i think the more that i um was hearing the news announcements from Trudeau and uh, and even like the health officials for BC, hearing more and more, finding out more about what's going to happen and what to expect, kind of would start to get my mind rolling. Like, oh geez, okay, what's going to be happening? Is this going to affect my work now? Um, so I think I that helped to kickstart it. But yeah, otherwise, if you start once you start going down that path, it's hard to get off of it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can see that too. And and I'm only my I just had my third day of remote work instead of going into the office. And uh, I can see only your third that... day, really? Yeah, no, it, we were late for sure. We were very wow. late. I mean, we're a financial institution, so yeah, we are. Uh, it's tougher to convince uh, the employee, or it's tougher to convince the higher ups to let the workers stay home because yeah. without our financial institu institution, it causes like anarchy, right? So people will go crazy if they don't have their money. Yeah. So we are we're still open. Our business is still open to business and all that, and uh, people are walking into the credit union like crazy. But. Yeah. I'm just not there physically as IT because my manager took more of a stand against that and was like, IT will stay home because we can remote. And there yeah. was also like a medical warning saying like, if you can stay home, stay home. Oh, like if you okay. can work from home, stay home and work yeah. from home. So we, 
kind of use that to our advantage we're like we can work from home so there's no reason for us to be coming into work and putting everyone in danger right right um there was also an outbreak in the town that i work in and uh that outbreak we're pretty sure made most of us exposed if not all of us exposed oh wow um, it was pretty much a 7-eleven and there Jeez. was somebody in there and they were exposed and it was like if you've been to that 7-eleven from this day to this day well i mean i know i was in that 7-eleven that's where i get my gas usually um, I know uh, like a lot of our members, I'm sure we're in and out of that 7-Eleven, then they're coming in and out of our business. So the, the chances are just so high that most of Ladysmith has it at this point. Oh, shoot. But then, yeah. okay, so when were you in 7-Eleven? Um, like well, I don't know the exact day, but it was between like the 5th and like the something. I can't remember. Okay, so if, if you did get any contact and it was the 5th, because the 5th is more than two weeks ago. So oh you... yeah, I, sorry. I should I should preemphasize that with uh, like with, I'm not showing any signs of it. Okay. Um, n- none of us in the office are showing any signs of it. Uh, okay. Okay. I, there good. might be maybe one employee that was showing signs of being sick, um, but I'm thinking I'm more carrying it. There's a lot of the whole talk about just carrying it and not actually yeah being asymptomatic. It, so. Yeah, that, yeah, that's one so issue. Yeah. I'm uh, I mean, my fiance and I are pretty good at taking a lot of pills. Uh, we're taking a lot of vitamins and pills and all that, and uh, try to eat healthy and stay stay active and just stay good plus we're at a, a decent age so we're not going to be i i think the chances of showing any kind of symptoms for me are pretty low mm. um so i believe that probably just carried it at this point okay yeah so that's why i just i don't think it's right for me to be around anywhere because i could put anybody at danger yeah that's my mentality too because even when i go to the grocery store i i can't i mean it's difficult for me to not be more than two meters away or be sorry yeah um because other people who aren't as mindful like for example i was i was at one um i was just looking at uh, like picking up some meat and um yeah then one guy just came up like right beside me and i'm like okay i'm just gonna stop and come back after you're done and so some <laughs> people are just not mindful right so it's no, really difficult to stay two meters apart and yeah. uh and yeah knowing that i was going to be dropping off stuff to my parents had to like it, it's one of those reasons why i know for sure i have to do what i need to do to make everybody else safe in case i do have symptoms that i'm not aware of right yeah so, yeah um what else i mean yeah there's i think there's tons of things that we can do but <clears throat> i i i like the idea of what you're saying that people uh, this could be the time where people go back to um the the old niceties of what people would spend their time on rather than just like staring at their phones, but doing something yeah. active, doing something that um, is about, I mean, if you can within reason, um, getting together to do something like fishing or something that is safe sure. to be doing outside and whatever. There's right? lots so. of opportunity right now to get crafty, learn new uh, crafts and hobbies and, uh, and just have fun with it. Just learn new things that you, you don't really know. Challenge yourself uh, and, and like make yourself think when you're going to bed at night, it, this is kind of a philosophy I like to apply to life anyways, but when you're going to bed at night, um, in my opinion, when you're going to bed at night, you should have something on your mind that you're like already trying to figure out. So I, for me, I've got about five minutes. I, I'm pretty good at this. I don't, I, I, it's just one of those lucky things, I guess, about me. But I've got about five minutes when I put my head on the pillow before I'm asleep. What? And that's almost <laughs> like always. Like I, I'm pretty good at it. Cool. Um, maybe I'm just going a bit tired. I don't know. Yeah, but, probably. Um, so my philosophy is that in those five minutes, I should have something on my mind that I'm, I'm trying to figure out. And I'm usually trying to figure something out. So for me, it's almost always coding. And I'm, I'm trying to, I'm thinking, okay, well, how can I do this differently? Or how can I do that differently? Or, or what would be kind of cool to implement? Or what, what other features should I do? And it's almost always coding because coding works really well for me. Hmm. But it could be something else. Sometimes I'm trying to figure out different uh, constellations in the stars or something. 
And so um, I'll think about, okay, well, what does Ursa Major look like? You know, take a simple one. What does Ursa Major, <laughs> Ursa Minor look like? And then try to, like, figure out the pattern in my head or something, right? Yeah. I think it's just good to have uh, hobbies like that and try to figure that out. Oh, the bird the bird calls. So recently my fiance oh, yeah. and I were going for walks, and uh, we were recognizing some of the bird calls. Wow. So then when, when, you're nice. going, when you're going to bed at night, just, I don't know, if, if that's a new hobby of yours, you can start thinking about the bird calls. Okay, well, what, what does this bird sound like? What does that bird sound like? Or what were the birds you saw when you were on your walk? Or whatever it was, right? Yeah. So, um, I think that's just a good philosophy to apply to life anyways, but right now, especially that would be a good habit to get into because that's going to keep your mind going and thinking about new things to try entertaining yourself with. Yeah. Yeah. I swear I could never be bored. Like I, I I'm not a person that gets <laughs> bored easy. Um, I always say that if, if I was in isolation, you know, in a prison, if I was in yeah. s- solitary, like isolation, I feel like I'd be fine. Cause I feel like I try to think of a play or like a musical or something. And I would just play that in my head. And then I've got entertainment. Like <laughs> I feel like I would just entertain myself somehow. I, w- I would figure it out. But uh, I mean, that's saying that I have no idea really. Uh, there's a lot of tools around me that, that definitely help, but um, who knows? But I feel yeah. like that's, that's a good trait to, to start trying to figure out yourself. That would be interesting just to spend, <laughs> if I were to lay in bed, and spend two hours replaying all of like the Transformers animated movie from beginning sure, to end, yeah. just in my head. <laughs> exactly, like, and try to and try to do it as legit as you can. Right? Yeah. Like, okay, what scene happens next? What are, what are the lines? Who's in the scene? What's who's the music? In the room? You know? what's the yeah. What's the music? Character. What are like, the colors like? And yeah. Yeah, and it's really interesting. It's I'm not saying it's it's gonna make you find a new appreciation for Transformers or anything like that, but it's just something that's keeping your mind active. And I think that's important, and maybe without agree, phones yeah, or social media maybe people uh aren't used to using that portion of the brain as much i'm not mm-hmm. saying imagination but creativity something something along that side of it maybe they're not used to using it as much and it's just like a muscle right you're supposed to try to exercise as much as you can so yeah yeah interesting that you mentioned that um kind of this is side note related but um side note unrelated but i i, I recall reading something about um i might have mentioned it on the podcast too comparing reading audiobook to ebook Oh, yeah. um, and how much you retain right so yeah um yeah the whole digital aspect uh like we we our brains are so accustomed to just kind of skimming for the information whether it's on yeah. like a phone or or an ebook or whatever right you're you're reading it differently from how you would read a paperback novel yeah. so yeah like the 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 tactile aspect of flipping a page and your brain connecting the pro- something about connecting the fact that you are progressing through something helps with what uh, helps with like the knowledge that you actually retain um, right. and in a way it kind of makes me think like yeah like in a way that is also you are like you're 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 working out your brain muscle you're you're giving time to actually um like think about stuff and more time to retain things uh so yeah maybe that's just like it maybe kind of just supports that but um anyway so. yeah. yeah uh so that's my topic Cool. Got some good ground there. How to keep yourself busy when you're, you know, totally alone. Quarantini. <laughs> yep. Quarantini. Yeah. I think it's best. I think the worst that's happening to people right now is just that they're realizing that maybe their own lives at this moment are, is a little less entertaining than they were hoping for. <laughs> and, and and it's not to be mean. It's just it's just a, a check on life, right? They're checking it now and going, hey, you know what? It's not as interesting as I was hoping for, so maybe I'll make a change. Yeah. And that's it. Now yeah. you make a change and your life gets better. I think it could also be some people might have like a lot of things to do and they just can't choose which one to do and so they end up doing that none of it. That that could be it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I definitely know that feeling too, so Yeah. Yep, been there. Um, all right. Well what time is it? Do we have time for a 
Wheel, we got time for a quick little wheel. I think we, a little wheel. Let's move on to the little wheel of scum. Scum, scum, And saws. Cue the music. On the wheel of scum that I just spun because I don't know what I'm doing, so we'll have to re-spin it again afterwards. Uh, there's like seven topics. I don't have my script, so we're just going to guess what they are. So there's something like uh, Pirate Adventure. There's Crossover Cross Bover. There's Swashbuckler. There's, can't read that one. There's something else. There's Who Wants to Be Scum Millionaire. There's Tit for Tat with Anthem Matt. And we'll figure it out at the spin the wheel. Click. And we're spinning. <laughs> The I like how two of the topics, well, one topic was, uh, I'm not sure what that one says, and this other one, I can't read that one either. <laughs> well, the, topics. Sp- the wheel was spinning. If I didn't spin it, I would have been able to read them. Yeah. But I unfortunately <laughs> pre-spun the wheel. Uh, <laughs> and I'm good. I don't, I'm not, I don't even have my, my description on me, so I don't even, don't even know if we'll be able to figure it out. Um, <laughs> it is Across the Universe. Do you remember what this one is? Okay, so Across the Universe, I believe one of us mentions... Um, a to- Wait, that's not Across... I might be mixing it up with crossover, crossover. I think you across are across the universe. I'm pulling up. I'm pulling. So it up. there should be two. Like there's like two different ideas, and you just have to connect them somehow. I thought that was crossover, crossover. Maybe you're right. In this game, one person will say two different movies, games, or oh any God. other type of property, while the other will have to connect the two. Yeah, nailed it. I Good got job. It. I was picturing. Ah, um, uh, uh, yes, you're right. Because we did crossover, crossover last time, and we did. Uh, like Subway and like Troy or something like that. I can't remember what it was. Or Spartans and Troy. You did a Subway thing. Oh no, it was like Cowboys and Subway. Oh, it was, yeah. It was yeah. Cowboys and Subway. Yeah. Wait, how is that different from Across the Universe then? Oh, I guess because so it's Across not the Universe is a game, uh, movie, or any other type of property and you have to connect them. It's so for, the, oh, okay. the example that always comes to my mind is when you did Friends in Jurassic Park. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um,. Anthos, uh, Roll choose. The dice. Uh, do you have a coin on you? I, I got Google. I got I got a coin on me. Okay. Oh, but uh, you'll have to trust me. <laughs> you okay. We're on uh, video. Heads, heads or me. tails, the winner gets to pick what they're doing. Okay. Heads. <laughs> oh, it just fell. It's heads. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm picking for you. Okay. Okay. So I'm giving you two properties, right? Yeah. I want to think of something that, like, we just... Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Lego and... Lego. Ego. <laughs> does, does Ego count as a property? <laughs> that counts, right? <laughs> That's so good. Lego and Ego. <laughs> All right. Um... <laughs> okay. Good luck. Uh... I mean, the obvious answer is that Lego comes up with a new brand of food-related uh, products, and yeah. one of them is um, an Ego set. It's a kitchen set. Uh, it comes with the, the the dude who lives in this kitchen um, and his little Ego waffles, and it comes with a little, a little toaster. Okay. Uh, maybe it's bion- Bionicle-related, so you can actually like click the thing down, and the and the Egos will go down in the toaster. Ooh. Um, but I'm actually thinking, did you ever see that video of, like, people making food with Lego? And it's all done out of Lego, but it's, like, food. And they actually, like, cut open, like, uh, a burger and do, like, the separation and stuff like that. And it's all, like, done in Lego. <laughs> not oh, it's that. really impressive. Um, I think there is actually waffles or, like, a, like, some kind of, like, waffles equivalent of that. So I'm kind of thinking, like, Ego waffles that are life-size, but they're made out of Lego. And then you're like pouring like Lego maple syrup, syrup. onto it, but it's not actual maple syrup. It's just like Lego 
it breaks. blocks if you can think yeah. about it in stop motion or just kind of like coming down and like going all over like the ego waffle yeah um and then cutting open that it's just breaking them into like little pieces <laughs> um i don't really know how to cross over this with a story so i'm gonna just come up with a new product yeah that's got a little bionicle toaster in it for putting ego waffles into the toaster um cool it, what's weird is i feel like they've kind of done something like this wasn't there a friends lego that you showed me and somebody had like a little toaster with them or, or toast or, or egg like, waffle um joey had a pizza oh maybe that was just i believe it. i don't think anybody had a waffle or a lego in my I head lego, i mean oh I mean, weird okay so here we go even crazier i never thought about this ego made their own lego ego style ego wait did you just make that up or are you reading that no somewhere? it's a real thing wait, okay what <laughs> so ego actually made waffles that are like lego pieces that you can put into a toaster that's oh, insane i wow. encourage everyone to, to search that up. they totally did so lego my ego is a real thing <laughs> i want to i want to eat it <laughs> oh my gosh it looks amazing oh, I, I scrolled down further to see um <laughs> it's just so funny thinking about lego maple syrup so i found oh, this... i know <laughs> just look up i don't know look up um lego ego with syrup i guess i'm sure you'll find something well that's the thing like i said there is a stop motion you can watch that's really oh yeah i see it it's just uh there's even the, even the butter the lego butter there's a stop top. motion like video you can watch it's like food it's like lego food and that's all i can think about when you say lego and ego um and it's really lego in real life stop motion cooking a chocolate cake yeah it became like its own art style it's really interesting like people bake a pizza and stuff like that and they do it in the stop motion with with lego it's really weird uh, i'm gonna have to f ego yeah the lego stop motion baking a cake one is pretty much what i'm talking about Ba baking a cake baking a cake okay i'm gonna have to look this up later but yeah that's interesting oh what's that. even more bizarre is this is an asmr video <laughs> oh yeah i see lego in real life stop motion cooking chocolate cake and asmr what yeah i don't know why it's also why are those ASMR all in one? Oh, this cake looks delicious though man Ooh, that's a good looking egg it's lego and it looks delicious there's like white chocolate chunks that they're breaking off and they're putting like this lego whipped cream on and stuff uh <laughs> I oh, just watched them cut the butter. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's what it I went... mean, though, man. It's like it's great when you want. It's <laughs> it's oddly addicting, and so that's all I think about when you say Lego Ego. That's all oh. I can think of is that. Are you watching it all the way through? Like, did you see them whisk oh, yeah. it? Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, I told you this is like its own thing, and like there's so many of these. You can watch a whole bunch of them. Oh wow! I this is just so funny. <laughs> so i encourage anybody at home to check this out because it, it's much more interesting than we're making it seem um <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just people cutting like real food or like preparing food the way they would normally really prepare it but with lego and all done in stop motion so it, it ends up being really interesting <gasps> oh using the um what's it called like like doing the piping for the icing on top oh of the yeah cake. It's just... yeah i know oh that's it's just so crazy this is so good anyway sorry yeah i know you can watch it forever it's very addicting so uh anyways that's my um my little weird product placement is there's a real one out there and mine was actually the other one which was lego making egos in their lego nice cool yeah. awesome well All that right. was weird that was a weird little tangent okay let's that move on fun. to topic number two <laughs> okay topic number two is as you can already guess is doom eternal now 
Um, this is more of a first impressions on Doom Eternal. Um, believe it or not, I've put... Uh, I don't even know how many hours I've put into it now. Um, I want to say like eight hours into it. And wow, I'm only four levels in, I think. Nice. I think Very it's nice. four. It might be it might be five levels, but it's been... Uh, yeah, it's been super freaking good. And it's you don't get really to play good. as that... Uh, as that rabbit from Animal Crossing, right? You can only play as Doom Isabel. Player. Isabel, right, right, right. <laughs> she's yeah. a dog. She's not a rabbit. Oh, isn't she? All right, she looks like a rabbit. She's a dog. Okay, she's a dog. <laughs> right, dog. Yeah, dog you're gonna piss the Doom Slayer off if you get it wrong, man. <laughs> Should I be more afraid of the Doom Slayer or Isabel? I don't know. I, I don't know. At which this one point, like, it's, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I, I'm not gonna talk about like everything in the game because I really this is one of those games, man, where like it's just good. And it's doing well, and it's got good reviews, so it's going to sell. <laughs> I'm so picturing if they had a if they redid their slogan, like, it's just good. Do- Doom colon, it's just good. Yeah, and it's doing well. <laughs> <laughs> colon colon, and it's doing. What's well. hilarious is that is like the attitude of the game. But um, the thing is, I don't really want to spoil too much for the game. But uh, no matter what I say, I'm gonna end up spoiling something for somebody out there because the game doesn't have, like, it has story in it. But I mean, like. Like, I could definitely ruin story for people, but a lot of Doom is about the experience of Doom, and that's going to be, like, this, that's going to be spoiled a bit by me just talking about the experience of Doom, and to some people that might be a big deal, so if you're offended by any of that, don't listen uh, on. Um, I know okay. I probably wouldn't have listened to this if I was listening to somebody else talk about this um, yep. before playing the game myself, but I'd also argue those people have probably already all played it by now, so. Mm. Yeah. Maybe not, though, so just, just a pre-warning. Anyways, I just want to talk about a few different things about the game. Um... First and foremost, uh, the, the music of Doom is, is back in, like, the best way ever. It's amazing. The music is also doing good. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you're buying a soundtrack, and then you're getting a game with it for free. That's like, awesome. It's, <laughs> it's such a good soundtrack to this game. It's, uh, the, the guy Mick Gordon, um, I don't know how much I talked about it last time, but the guy Mick Gordon, he brought on, um, he's the composer for all the music on the, on yeah. the game. And what he did this time is he, he's got a bunch of heavy metal, um, like, heavy metal singers from across, like, America. And he got, like, the top ones he could find. Maybe not just America, actually. I think it was around, like, the globe. He, gra- he grabbed, like, 20 of them. There's, there's guys, there's girls. He built, like, a whole choir. So he made this heavy metal choir. And uh, you can watch a video of this online, and it shows, like, the actual choir talking about it, being like, this has never been done before. We've never, like, been able to do something this cool. And um, it was really interesting, because he's got I'm them. i search com- Doom Choir. Well, type in uh, Music of Doom, Doom Eternal or something like that. It's, uh, it's this new video that's going around right now. Pretty popular. Music and, of Doom um, Eternal Choir, the heavy metal choir. Cool. Yeah, there you go. All right. So it's um it's really interesting watching that video and seeing the choir being like, oh, like this is crazy. We're doing this. We're doing that. And what he's done is he's made all these like hell words. He's made all these words coming out of hell, that, like a different language for the demons and stuff. And he's got them singing in this language, which is reminiscent of like Lord of the Rings when they're singing in Elvish and stuff. Mm. Um, so it's this whole new, really bizarre and interesting uh, sound that's coming out of this. And then he takes like the carnal noises that he just throws into his music to make it so brutal it's awesome like for example one of the songs he got a real lawnmower and he's actually like revving a lawnmower in the song because <laughs> nice. it's like it just makes this raw sound that's just so great um so anyways and then what i was playing the game and suddenly i i, I remember i watched that video beforehand and it talked about this australian guy who can almost sound like a didgeridoo Ooh. but um he's got this like bass didgeridoo to him it sounds amazing how he does it with his voice is so it that he, the, like uh tuvin throat singing kind of thing maybe it is yeah it's it's it probably it's got this weird like metallic almost kind of sound to it even though it's yeah. like yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's really yeah. weird 
and he's really good at it anyways when i was playing the game it's like it comes off almost immediately when you're playing the game when you first start off you're in this one level and you're just like it, it's really brutal and you hear all these like voices around you and then that just comes in out of nowhere and it's so good it's like holy nice. smoke so yeah the game really um makes the music better and the better and the music really makes the game better it's weird they're like they work in tangent with each other it's so well done uh, cool. you, you might be shooting a demon and the music's like revving up and getting crazier and i actually think i don't know but i think the weapons might have a bit of like they play almost more of the song too um that sounds way better than i think it really is but it's like when you're shooting a machine gun or, or the chain gun I, I should say uh it almost makes this noise that like accompanies the music mm-hmm. and like if you hold it down longer then it just kind of crescendos with the music it's really hard to explain but it it's there whatever it is and it's amazing it just cool. feels really good so nice they both complement each other really well and that's there's i'm sure there's other games that have done similar things like this but it's just it's really good in this game and if you haven't checked out just the music to doom and i don't appreciate really like metal music all that much i don't really like it i don't like screamo music i don't really like loud obnoxious music all that much <laughs> but for some reason the doom soundtrack is great it's just really good i i, I can't figure yeah. out what it is that's different about it but it's so much better in in some ways i'm sure it's it's catered to a different kind of audience than the people who would normally like screamo and like heavy it, yeah metal. i have actually heard yeah i've heard that screamo people don't like the doom soundtrack so maybe i yeah. I, I, I heard they found it it was too electro for them or something um, oh, okay. which is funny because to, to me it sounds like it's metal but maybe to metalheads it doesn't sound as metal like maybe it sounds right. more like electronic music I don't really know but yeah I, it could also be like interpretation of definitions and stuff like that I'm sure like, yeah there's so this... many subgenres and all that I'm sure yeah exactly um, yeah that sounds fun I, I, like, I like the way you put that you're you're buying a soundtrack but you're getting a free game <laughs> <laughs> I like that that's cool I think when you, yeah I, we, we did talk about this before but there's so much effort that goes into the production of a video game that's not just about the gameplay but yeah. it's all the other stuff that comes with it because yeah like the, the sound effects the music that goes with it the marketing is also like really important because people have yep. to understand what they're going to be buying into right to get yeah. the sales but yeah when you when you tell a story really well um and you get a chance to and you you make the user like the player able to go through it and understand it and feel it and like that's just all like everything encompassing with the music that's how you get the player to feel all those things and to really understand what what did you make what yeah. did, what did this company do about this game well, for the people to to enjoy it right so yeah yeah i think that, i think it's really cool that's good to know I'm glad you're enjoying it yeah it's it's amazing um and to, to anybody who hasn't played this but maybe played doom 2016 uh the way the best way for me to explain it um is that in 2016 you're kind of just shooting at stuff in doom 2016 like you could literally use i think almost any gun in doom 2016 and shoot at any demon okay Um, but like i actually kind of forget how doom 2016 plays because this one plays so differently Mm -hmm. um it it smacks you in the face with being difficult right away and i think that's what almost seems difficult about it is that every demon has a specific gun you should use on it Mm because it's it's quicker and it's got like a weakness uh, to that gun it even yeah. says on like the codex you can like read each demon and it's got like oh it's weak to this or it's weak to that okay so as you're playing um they keep talking about the strategic battlefield like like uh demon chess they kind of mention in the game like you're kind of like playing this strategy game against all the demons as they're coming at you and uh you can feel it because you're, you're like okay i'm shooting this one demon with a plasma rifle and that that hurts him and all that kind of stuff and i can get this out of him and then suddenly they throw this other leaping demon at you and you go like oh crap so you have to switch to your chain gun because that's what's weak Mm, against him but then a a caco demon's like flying at you 
and you have to shoot a rocket and try to get it in his mouth because that'll take him out immediately. So you're like switching guns. This constantly. sounds so chaotic. It's very chaotic. Not to mention the fact that if you wanted to, you could whip that caco demon and swing around him <laughs> like, okay. like spider-man if you wanted to and just cool. swing around and then just go fight more demons on the other side um so it's it's as hectic as it sounds uh, i can't describe demon uh the uh, the gameplay of doom though it's, it's something you just have to play and find for yourself that's a weird yeah. thing too people are finding now it's only been out for a week people are finding now that uh everyone has different gameplay styles too so everyone kind of plays it differently. Some people just blow stuff with the explosions. They, they, yeah. they're, they're like blowing stuff up a lot more. Other people yeah. have more finesse and they're like threading mm. the needle more as they play. And uh, it's very interesting. There's just like different gameplay styles to it. Cool. I'm, I'm glad. So part of the reason why I'm glad that you liked it is because there was a lot of hype leading up to this. Because uh, mm. you you mentioned it like quite a few times sort of podcasts. And I, I think every time I was thinking... I really hope when it comes out, he enjoys it because otherwise he's going to be so let down. Yeah. But... There was a part of me, I, I never even considered not liking it. And there was a part of me at the <laughs> beginning, I had, uh, I put it on not the hardest difficulty, but ultra violence, which is just below nightmare. Yeah. And uh, that's what I normally play doom on. So I was playing and the small demons were killing me. And there's also mm. like environmental things. There's like cannons that shoot at you and stuff like that. And those were killing me. And I was just getting really frustrated really quickly. Yeah. Uh, on like the first level. And I was like, I should be enjoying this. And I'm just getting really mad right now. And I was like, this is weird. So there's a part of me that was like, am I going to like this? Or am I not going to like this? By yeah. the time I got to the end of the first level, I realized it's because they're really trying to drill into you the new way of playing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're, they're trying to train you, the player. And, yeah. Uh, culmination of events came down to what just happened just before we did this podcast and it, it just got my blood boiling it was amazing it was really good um and I'll, I'll talk about that at the end of this but there's a thing it's kind of spoilery but it's not not super spoilery um but it's just like it's such a good reason to play this game um i just want to quickly talk about how there's um yeah there's a bit of story to this um that takes place after doom 2016 and like that's something that's interesting for doom is that there's not normally storylines okay. this game's got a third person kind of view on the cutscenes, so okay. it's not actually a first person game in the cutscenes anymore it's kind of more like god of war or something where it's like showing your character walk and interact well not talk but interact with these players and they're yeah. kind of like talking to him and stuff yeah and that's actually because of that you can actually change your your character's costume now so you can actually customize the Doom Slayer uh, a little bit. Cool. Which is kind of interesting. It's That's totally new to the series. And uh, I didn't know what to think at first. Because the Doom game is all about you being the Slayer. Yeah. But I have to say, it works really well. And you still feel like you're the Slayer. And the customization actually seems to benefit the game. So you actually feel more like it's your version of the Slayer. So for me, I'm actually wearing uh, the original Doom guy's outfit from the nice. first Doom game. Yeah. And uh, that's just Classic. something that I love. Yeah, it makes me, feel like, makes me feel like I'm the original guy. It's so cool. Yeah. <clears throat> So but that that has no bearing on the actual gameplay, right? Because that's all no. just like particle. No, just and, just uh, just and textures and yeah. yeah, appearance. Now there is uh, your your gameplay is totally tailored by you though, kind of RPG like you are deciding which guns you want to put more attributes into, more skills into. So okay. the guns you like more are the guns that you'll make better. Um, so I don't know if maybe by the end of the game you can upgrade all the guns equally. I'm not sure, but I know that I've only upgraded the ones that I want to use the most. Okay. Um, that being said, I'm surprisingly using all the weapons in the game. In Doom 2016, I used the shotgun mm -hmm. and, like, the plasma rifle and maybe maybe the uh, chain gun. That was about it, right? Okay. And then you get the super shotgun, and you pretty much use that for the rest of the game in Doom 2016, because super shotgun kills everything. Spoiler. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> in this game, um, super shotgun is great, don't get me wrong, but I'm using... 
God, I don't even know. Probably the assault rifle, which has a scope on it. I'm using that probably mm. more than nice. any other gun, which is weird. In Doom, you're not normally scoping things. In this, you have there's weak points. Remember I talked about in the last podcast, we talked about this. Uh, every enemy has like a weak point now. Yeah. And you can okay. separate enemies and all that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you, that's really important. You want to separate the enemies, like guns and cannons and turrets and stuff, off of them. So you're using the assault rifle scope to like hit those things off of those enemies before it's too late. And now they're just totally mm. destroying you, so... Okay. It's a, it's a hectic battle where you're trying to get these little weak points. Yeah. Um, one really crazy, interesting thing they added into this game was something called Slayer Gates. And uh, you'll be playing a level, and it's 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 really weird. You're playing a level, and you're, like, walking... It'll be, like, a corridor, and be like, there's the exit. Like, there's the end of the level. It's the corridor. And you're, like, walking, and then there's, like, this neon purple light beside you. And you're, like, what? And, like, you look to your, like, left, and there'll be, like, this crazy giant gate. And it's all, like, purple, and it's got this weird glow to it and stuff. And you're, like, okay... Yeah. And you go up to the gate, and it's, like, locked. And it needs a key. And it just says Slayer Gate on it. So you're like, okay, do I just leave? Or do I... <laughs> like, what do I do? And then it'll say, yeah. like, the, the key is nearby. So you're like, okay. Mm. So then it's up to you. Do you want to go into the Slayer Gate, or do you want to just finish your level? Well, yeah. if you go and you get the key, and you go into the Slayer Gate, they will punish you like crazy. They throw... Like, that's where the real difficulty of the game is. There's, mm. like, these... They, they do, like, a small map, and they'll throw all these demons at you like crazy. Um... And like it's like, like secret cow level for Diablo kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. In a yes, way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a secret level. It's within every single level, there, or I think every single level. There's a secret Slayer Gate level. Okay. And it's just so hard, like to the point where you're literally like you destroyed all the demons. You got barely any health left, and you're like, oh, and you're like, you're actually breathing. Like I'm like, <laughs> breathing while I'm doing it, and then suddenly they just throw like one of the bosses just out of nowhere like comes out of the floor and you're like oh my god like while the other demons are there oh yeah or, yeah okay. i've seen i've Perfect. seen what they call as they don't call them bosses but they call them like super heavies like there's okay. heavies that are like the really intense demons and then there's yeah. super heavies which are ones that have like health bars it's almost like a mini boss kind of thing yeah yeah okay and they'll throw those like just into the battle arena with you so that you're just now suddenly fighting those and the thing is they have to throw in like the regular demons because I haven't really explained this, but if you need health, you have yeah, to... Yeah, I was just going to ask. Yeah, if you need yeah. health, you have to, uh, like, uh, do what's called a glory kill, where you get mm -hmm. a demon down to, like, very little health, and then he starts glowing, and then you do a glory kill where you start punching him, and that gives you the health from the demon. Oh. So if you need health, you need the little demons yeah. to get the health from him. But if you need ammo, you also need those little demons, because you use a chainsaw. So if you want ammo, you use a chainsaw on one of them, and then they spit out ammo. So it's, it's <laughs> like up to you, depending on what you need. Yeah. And then there's, like, a more meta thing to it. If you need armor... You can hit them with fire, so fire will make them spew out armor. So you can <laughs> fire and then like hit them, and they'll explode with like ammo and armor if you do it correctly. Um, or you can like, uh, or uh, that was chainsaw. Or you can like punch them, and they'll spew it with like health and armor or something, right? So like it's weird. It's a weird meta game you're playing where you're constantly like, looking for these little demons because you're trying to like kill them in a way to just get the resources from them to continue to fight the big demons. So. Yeah, and the previous games were not like that, right? Like no. the items were always just available as like throughout the maps just to find yes. and locate. Yeah. yeah, and there yeah. are items in this game, but item management is way more important in this game. It's like you're I'm always running out of ammo, and then I need to find like a little demon and like chainsaw him to get <laughs> ammo again. Like it's it's happening constantly in this game. Yeah. Um, and the old one, you could chainsaw guys and get ammo from them, uh -huh. but you almost never needed to. There was always ammo lying around, and there was these ammo boxes, too, that you would punch, and they would just give you, like, full ammo. Mm. Um, that's never happened to me in this game so far. So, th okay. those Slayer Gates, man, those are just, that's, like, I, I, I was watching some people online after I beat one. I was trying to watch, like, how other people are coping with this, and I yeah. was happy to see that people were reacting the same way I was. Where they're like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> it's just like another thing thrown at you. And you're like, yeah. no way. Um, well, when you walk up to a door that's called Slayer Gate, I think 
I think that kind of is self-explanatory. You get what you paid for, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah. It's a punishing game in the same sense as like Dark Souls or something like that. It's it punishes you, but it also teaches you to get better. So yeah. Um, and that's where I'll I'll kind of end this on like this this one note. So I, I had a few other things I was thinking about talking about, but I think it's better not to talk about them. Just leave them leave them be. But okay. there's this one thing that I just love, and there's this dude in the game called the Marauder. Uh-huh. Um, now I think it's an enemy type, but I don't know because I'm not far enough in the game to really know yet. Yeah. But the Marauder has been explained many times by the uh, Hugo Martin, one of the developers of the game. Okay. And he constantly calls this the the Darth Maul to your Obi Wan, or like the, the Yin to your Yang kind of thing. Yeah. So he he always explains it with this analogy. He always says you're training to be a black belt. And he says, and then the moment you're a black belt, you're gonna feel great, and you're gonna kill a bunch of demons, and you're gonna have a lot of fun, and then you're gonna go to this room, and you're gonna meet the Marauder, and he's another black belt and uh that's how he always explains it and so i was like oh cool so i've been excited and then the moment happened to me and uh, so i just did, did it you, and did you record it did you no, get it on i didn't footage? record <laughs> it but i was it's funny i wasn't sure how i was gonna feel because i've gone through a few of the slayer gates where i'm almost like anxious like to play it i'm like i don't even want to because it's gonna be harder than the last one was you know yeah and i'm like that's gonna suck because like the last one was so hard so anyways the moment i met him um I had read some people say that like they have to change the difficulty and like bring it down when they meet him because like the game gets way harder. Mm. Uh, and I was like, Oh, like, I don't want to let that happen. I'm not changing the difficulty on this. So uh, when I met him, I have to admit it is a lot harder, but it's not like in that moment, I feel like everyone should feel like this. You almost like, you just want to beat him. Like you feel like you're good enough to beat him at this moment, but yeah. he's, they make him, his AI is so good. I've never seen another enemy with AI as good as him. It's like playing another player online. Cause Ooh. like, He's got, uh, like, a shotgun for when you're up close. Yeah. And then he's got this, like, ranged weapon for when you're far away. And he dashes like you do. So you dash in the game and you're going, like, you're going, like, Mach 5 all the time. Um, <laughs> but he is as well. Like, you'll look and you'll, you won't know where he is. And you, you'll just know he's somehow behind you. And you, so you'll turn around and he's already there. And you're going to have to, like, dash out of the way. So um, wow. his only thing, too, is he's got this, like, shield. So you can shoot him with anything, but he'll just block it. His okay. only weakness is, like, just in a moment before he attacks his eyes go green and this like sound plays and you've got yeah. like a split second to react and shoot and if you shoot at that moment um you gotta do it like eight times and then he'll go down okay um so I've, is there I've... some recoil like if you hit him during that time then is he stunned at least for yes. a second or is he it just is stunned okay. yes and yeah. that's that's the trick so i figured it out after a little while so i think i died four times on the fifth fifth time i died i had shot him once with a shotgun and yeah he had that stun moment and i shot him one more time and realized there's another split second so you can keep it going one more time so you can get mm. two shots in on him nice so once i figured that one out i was like oh the next time i got this you know yeah so I was it's so it. satisfying when you can finally you oh. figure out the mechanic or you figure yes. out the, the exact strategy you need to do it i beat him on the second really one good. and i felt great like the feeling <laughs> of him going down i was like that is so <laughs> like nice. it was just such a good feeling um nice. other thing too is he's got a pet wolf and uh, he'll summon oh, this wolf every now and so then. Annoying. And so you've got, like, another thing to worry about. Yeah. Um, but, man, it's good. Uh, yeah, if you're not going to play it, then watch the video of the Marauder. Because it, it doesn't ruin the game at all. And it's in the middle of the game. It's not the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not spoiling the game. But it is, like, just watch the AI mechanics on him. Because he's rough. There's actually a video of Markiplier uh, playing against um, the Marauder. Mm-hmm. It, it's called, like, Markiplier plays, like, an Hour of Doom or something. And uh, near the end, they figured that Markiplier was really good at the game. So they yeah. just put him against the Marauder right away. And you'll see, he dies like eight times like right away because the Marauder is so much to take in. I'm just going to um, this up. And it's pretty funny. And uh, they actually, they, they applaud him because Markiplier played the game pretty well, being somebody who had only played Doom 2016 at the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just 
really good. And now that I've beat the Marauder, I'm like I'm like jazzed to fight more of the demons because I'm like, here we go. Okay, if I can do that, up. I can do anything. Um, yeah, so that was really crazy. But I'm just happy I beat him. <laughs> nice. Cool. Good. I have a feeling, knowing Doom Eternal and knowing how some of the other boss battles have gone, now that I've beat him, they're going to, for one, they're going to throw him at me just random moments in the game now. Mm-hmm. And for two... They're probably going to throw more than one at me. I feel like there's probably going to be multiple Marauders now fighting me. And if that ever happens, I feel like I'm dead. Like, <laughs> I feel like I'm not going to be able to get through that. I was actually thinking, like, what if, uh, like, next level Marauder would be if he... Because you were saying he basically, like, acts and moves the way that, like, a player would. Yes. Um, a player in this game is able to heal. So what if he were able to heal? So in the middle of a fight, you know, you're... Um, I don't know if you... Did you say that he has a health bar or no? Uh, he does not have a health bar. No, oh, okay. you, you tell by his physical appearance. You can just tell how much armor you've stripped off of him as you shoot okay. him. So, because then, yeah, if they, if they had this thing where they did show the health and you're getting him down to like, like very, very, very low, um, but he finds a way to heal up, to like heal, off of yeah. you or something like that, and yeah. just, yeah, just that must be annoying for him fighting me, and then I have a health bar and <laughs> he sees my. Yeah, actually, that's up. true. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. AIs <laughs> must hate man. fighting peace uh, players. People. Yeah. <laughs> people. Yeah. What do they call us? Intel. They call us eyes. <laughs> yeah yeah cool yeah nice. so I'm, I'm loving it man I, I i will have more to report when i beat the game um i probably won't make another topic i'll probably just talk about like what's new with me kind of thing but okay uh i am happy to say that the game is as good as it's it's i, I don't know if it exceeds my expectations because my expectations my expectations were pretty high mm-hmm. um i would say it matches my expectations at the very least um cool which which is great like it did well i got mad when i saw that somebody gave it like a 90 out of 100 and i was like come on (laughs) (laughs) and i'm never like that so uh i think it's it's great some people are saying it redefines the the first person shooter genre and maybe that's just talk but i I feel like it does because if i played call of duty like if you put call of duty and doom eternal in the same category you almost need a new category because it's not the same there's like one up lives there's like double jumping and dashing in the air like mario there's mm, like yep. there's like wall climbing it, like it's bizarre it's not at all the same game it's totally different so. but if you were to combine them it would be call of doomdy call of doomdy <laughs> okay well that's the next um crossover cross bover then probably nice <laughs> cool. cool awesome all right yeah nice. so nothing more to report but everyone should play this game because it's awesome sweet yes i i mean i i would like to I yeah I never really got into Doom before. This one does sound like it'd be fun. Um, like the challenge aspect sounds really fun. You know uh, how you and you and your friends always have that like slogan, "Beat the game." Yeah. <laughs> this is one of those games where like you don't even need to say that slogan because that's like the slogan of the game. It's like <laughs> Doom, beat the game. Beat the game. Like it's there, there's a moment where like there was a there was a character in the story that was like you can't do that, you can't do that thing, and then like this AI voice in like the character's head is like do the thing and then like the objective came on the screen and it was like do the thing <laughs> like it's, yeah. it's just like it's totally like making fun of all I don't know I just love it. it it's very well done it's got this attitude about it that's just really fun cool <laughs> yeah it does sound fun yeah maybe I'll add it to my backlog I recommend my, my ever expanding list of games yes but the thing is I mean it'll be timeless you, there's no need to play it at this moment you can wait until it goes on sale for sure cool but, right. uh, it's Next, I, I haven't even touched multiplayer, and I know a lot of people are talking about that. But um, ah. oh, and really quickly, the speedrunning community is like all over this game. And oh, as, all, as they should be. Yeah, they're already trying to break it, but I don't know yet because I don't want to watch the speedruns and like, yeah. get the game ruined for me yet. So I, I'm not too sure what they've done. 
uh, but I've heard that they were out of, they were able to do out of bounds speed runs, um, oh. which I think I said last time I didn't think that was going to be possible. Yeah, but apparently they have been able to figure it out. I think so. there's always going to be some way to figure that out in like every yeah, game, right? Like, I guess that's... so. It's just the way the levels were designed. I didn't think it was going to be possible, but I guess there is a way. So yeah, I I don't think developers make the game with the intent of not allowing that to happen, right? They, like, they I did mean, specifically they... say they were going to try to make it harder for the speedrunners, though. But so not they, impossible. They had, <laughs> not impossible. Of course, it's yeah. never impossible. Speedrunners yeah, exactly. always find a way. But it yeah. was uh. It was just like they, they had that in mind while designing the levels, right? So yeah, well that's like speedrunner mentality of beat the game. Like oh, it's gonna oh, be for harder. Sure. Well, we're gonna do it anyway. Yeah, right? for yeah, sure. That's... I mean the thing is, yeah. I mean this is gonna be one of the most fun games for people to speedrun because you have to have skill to be able to go through this thing quickly. Yeah. And also, I saw somebody quote this game, or I saw a quote for this game from I think it was IGN, and they said this is a game that forces you to go fast, and then once you feel like you're unstoppable the game yeah. is keeping up with you so like no matter how fast you Ooh, go the game cool. is keeping up with you so i'm excited to see if speedrunners will also say that because like eventually eventually speedrunners yeah, just yeah. go so fast right so i mean i don't know yeah. like if the game can always keep up with you then that's awesome but i feel like it is i i, I understand what they're talking about because i feel like i'm just trying to go so fast all the time the game is just constantly okay well let's go faster and it's just like yeah that's yeah. really interesting because that almost builds off the whole amiibo aspect for for like Smash Bros, for example, because when you when you buy oh, an amiibo yeah. and you put it in the game, yeah. you're you train it, but it basically keep eventually like keeps up with you. So the point of the point of having the amiibo is to be always improving, basically to be yeah. continually moving forward. So that's yeah. that's a cool concept. Yeah. All yeah, right. Well, nice. that's uh, that's all I've got. And those. Um. Where can the audience find you? Well. For the next little while, you're going to be able to find me right here at home because that's life. That's life. That's life. But if you want to connect with me on Twitter, you may as well. And you can find me at Anthos1. That's at A-N-T-H-0-Z-1. And if you want to find me, you can also find me on Twitter at MattBrushGaming at M-A-T-T-B-R-U-S-H-G-A-M-I-N-G. That's Matt Brush Gaming uh. on Twitter. Uh. Um, I'm also on YouTube uh, with Matt Brush Gaming as well. I put our podcast up there in, in uh, video format so you can watch the podcast. But I strongly suggest just listen to it. Just get a different tab and then do something else because you're not going to watch a, a visualizer for that long. Um, yeah. <laughs> and then if you want to listen to us like a regular person, uh, you can do podcasts. And uh, any of your podcast platforms we're available on at the Scumbar Podcast. Um, you can give us a like or a comment and let us know what you think about our episodes. And uh, if you want to hear a certain topic or if there's anything you want to hear Anthos or myself talk about, go ahead. Tell you us. Can, tell us all. Uh, you can write us an essay or like a long form comment if you really wanted to. Uh, you can email us with that at thescumbarpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you guys and hear your thoughts there as well. And uh, I think that's everything except for... Oh, what's this? Oh, a message on my computer is saying Anthos has something he wants to say. In times of solitude, look inwards. Don't worry about the external and just focus within. Quarantine. <laughs> Perfect. Couldn't have said it better myself. Okay, Good bye. night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye, -bye. bye, -bye.